Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and joining me is a friend of the show, a friend of the station, and a friend to many, Stephanie Abrams, president and CEO of the New England Air Museum, located up in Windsor Locks, just north, I guess you can say, of the runway over at Bradley. It's a little hidden gem in Connecticut, and I want people to learn about it. I want people to visit it. There's always things going on out there. Stephanie, thank you for joining me this morning. My pleasure and a pleasure to be a friend of WTIC and of yours. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. There's so many. I mean, it's like I said, it's it's here in Connecticut. Connecticut has this wealth of aviation history and you keep providing new and ongoing things at the museum to keep people learning, entertained and just exploring and questioning things about aviation. And I appreciate you for that. We actually, there, there's so much new going on here. We have, and I'm not just saying this because I'm president and CEO, <laughs> we have a world-class collection. And you're right, Connecticut is kind of, you know, aviation, aerospace alley, very rich history, and, and also very future-focused on, you know, a, a lot of the aerospace companies here now. Um, but we have a world-class collection. We have a VS-44, which is a flying boat. It's enormous. We have a B-29 super fortress we have a control car which was it's the bottom part of a blimp that was used in world war ii i love that thing i just like walking by and telling the kids that's part of a dirigible and everyone's like what i'm like aha (laughs) (laughs) but it's completely restored so kids can look inside and also there's a model so kids can see if the blimp was on top it would it would fill the entire hangar but, you know, we've gone way beyond that. So, you know, you really have to love aerospace to look, just look at airplanes, as impressive as it is. But we're not telling the, the stories behind the human genius that took a dream and made it reality. Uh, the people who tested it, the people who, who fought in these aircraft. Um, but we're also providing our visitors the experience of flight now because we have simulators that are very immersive and very realistic. And you're telling me a little bit about, I mean, the simulators are, they're not just like your typical kids sitting at home playing a video game type simulator. These are like world-class professional simulators that pilots are using. Oh, so our Redbird moving base simulator 
Um, pilots actually come here and get some hours in for training, but yes, it's available to our visitors. You have to go with a docent for that one, but they're a wealth of information. So it's a moving-based simulator, extremely realistic. But we also have an F-18 um, jet fighter, and it's, I love going in there. It's incredibly immersive and realistic. So yes, it's a gamified experience, but it's also educational because you're learning about the aircraft as you fly. It goes into afterburn, it's incredible. After you crash, a helicopter comes to get you. Not that I've crashed it, not that I know. But we also well, we know have... where Stephanie hangs out during lunch breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. I work late a lot when the museum's empty. There I am. Um, but also in our civil um, hangar, where all our civilian aircraft are, we have another simulator that flies almost every aircraft in, in the museum. So, again, you get the experience of flight. And I know I'm not letting you get a word in, but we also have augmented reality so that you can see yourself in the spacesuit of the future. We have a lot of digital assets and video, so we've come a long way. And that's the thing, you know, it's like you're saying, it's you're, it's educational, but it's fun. And people are more apt to learn about things if they're having fun while doing those things. Absolutely, and that's why, you know, at the heart of it, some people might say that we're an educational institution, but we're a museum. We're also uh, an entertainment venue, and we do both. I mean, this museum celebrates human genius. It celebrates greatness, but it also um, you know, brings the past to life and the future to life as well. So, yes, we make learning fun. We also, last summer, was um, we, we kicked off our summer camp for kids. Uh, 9 to 12, and I have to tell you, the kids would say, this is the best camp ever. <laughs> they, they they made and, and flew drones. They made and, and programmed robots, so that's learning. They had to create their own flight path and then use that flight path in the Redbird, you know, with pilot. Um, they went behind the scenes at Brainerd Airport uh, and went to the tower they went to CCSU to learn about submersibles, so they loved it. So it was learning. Um, I mean, it's significant STEM education, but they had a ball. And that's the thing. It, it is a museum. It is educational. I mean, it's educational from kids to adults. You have education programs for everyone in between. Yes, we do. We um, recently launched Education Aerospace Academy for adults. And um, it's very well attended, and it's everything. It's not necessarily for people who know a lot about aerospace. Uh, the first one was called Demystifying Flight. I mean, everyone here at the museum understands, you know, a lot about how air aircraft fly. But this demystifies, demystifies, easy for me to say, it demystifies <laughs> flight. Um, and also just about interesting people in history. And then there are just historical tours. So, yes, there's, there are programs for children, for, for a lot of schools, but we also do a lot for adults. And we do a lot for families. We have a lot of family days. And we also have open cockpits so mm -hmm. that um, people can come and actually get into the aircraft. Now, you know, the open cockpits, I'm going to segue into one of the events coming up. Are dogs allowed in any of the cockpits? <laughs> No, and I wish that they were because I love my dog. <laughs> and that leads into, you know, coming up the 11th, February 11th, next, so this upcoming Saturday, Paws and Planes Pet Adoption Event. How did this come to, like, Paws and Planes is just an amazing name, so whoever came up with that, kudos. But, like, what sparked <laughs> to do a pet adoption event 
at the New England Air Museum. <laughs> <laughs> we all love dogs. <laughs> we all have dogs. We love dogs. Plus, we're always looking for new events, um, you know, new ways. We're, we're always trying out new events to see, you know, what, what draws visitors, you know, what really entertains folks. But this is also for a really good cause um, because the money will go to support a lot of organizations um, that really do a lot of wonderful things for dogs. Yeah, and I know one thing I see a lot on one of the Facebook groups I follow, you know, if people are like those dogs that are up for adoption, there are pilots that, you know, will fly and they'll take it out of their time if they're coming a certain direction to bring an animal to someone for an adoption. So that's pretty cool that, you know, there are pilots and stuff like that that are out there willing to do stuff. So it is kind of a nice, perfect blend of two events for you guys. It is. And actually, um, many of our docents, are either retired pilots or, you know, some of them still fly. And they actually do that. They help rescue dogs. You know, in post-COVID, a lot of people, you know, sadly couldn't afford the dogs that they adopted, you know, when we're all sequestering at home. Um, So there's such a need um, Mm -hmm. to help. And again, our volunteers here, uh, our docents and our restoration volunteers are very involved in dog rescues. We wanted to help. Yeah. And you know, like I said, it's those educational things, those fun things, and you know, one of it's it's coming soon, as the website says, spring of twenty twenty three. The Tuskegee Airmen, their untold stories, and this is what I mean, just the continuing of education, the aerospace, the stories that are behind all these planes and events that happened in aeronautical history. The Tuskegee Airmen are kind of a big part of that, and you guys are just continuing that education purpose. Absolutely. I mean, we have a couple of exhibits, new exhibits that opened last year that um, really educate about the unsung heroes, New England women in aviation, the Kosciuszko Squadron 303 who fought in the Battle of Britain. This one, the Tuskegee Airmen, their untold stories, is the most ambitious that we've taken on so far. The theater is already built and in place, uh, and the rest of it's, it's taking shape. The Tuskegee Airmen changed the world. I mean, they basically they had to fight to get into the service during World War II and um they they faced incredible challenges. They faced racism, segregation, uh, but yet they focused on their core beliefs and dedication to protecting our freedom. Um and the exhibit the reason it's called their untold stories is that you know, the airmen um, are elderly now, even though we have interviewed, we've been lucky, we've interviewed several of the original airmen. But a lot of the exhibit tells the story through their their wives, their children, their grandchildren, their friends, because it wasn't just what they went through during the war. Mm-hmm. It was also what happened to them post-war. And the stories are inspiring, uh, sometimes heartbreaking. And... Um, they changed the world, and by keeping their stories alive, they continue to do so. And that's, you know, that's just that continuing thing, the New England Air Museum. It is a museum. It's educational. It's continuing telling those stories that happened in, you know, the aeronautical industry or just anything that happened in the air, whether it's a dirigible or the Tuskegee Airmen or a flight simulator or pet adoption. You guys do it all, and I mean... I ask a lot of my guests this, and this I'm gonna curious where you're gonna go with this. You know, if there's one thing in your mind that people don't, I don't wanna say appreciate, but like one of those hidden gems 
at the Air Museum that you don't think gets enough attention? What would that be? Oh, that's a tough that's question. A trick one. <laughs> that's a trick question right, that's right a there. That's a tough question because there are so many. Well, I think that the control car for the blimp is kind of in the corner trying to work into uh, getting it out to the middle. So people might, might not understand that that flew during World War II. And, um, you know, we all think of Goodyear blimp and seeing them fly over beaches. This actually was surveillance to, um, you know, to find the enemy out in the distance. So it really played an, an incredible role during World War II. Mm-hmm. And it has Pratt Whitney um, engines on it. it. It's incredible. But also the B-29 Superfortress. Well, I can't say that's a hidden gem. I mean, it fills an entire hangar. <laughs> you know, I, I guess I'd have to say it's the stories that we are bringing out through all of our um, digital experiences that we're offering through video, augmented reality, um, and and other and other means to talk about the the stories behind the people who created the aircraft and who fought in them to protect our freedom, um, and the explorers, the inventors. I, you know, I guess that's probably the hidden aspect. And I think some credit, you know, goes to like you said, those storytellers. A lot of the a lot, a lot of people probably don't realize there's a lot of volunteer work that makes those stories come to life inside the Air Museum. Oh, my goodness. We have close to 150 volunteers. Our restoration team makes magic happen. <laughs> Aircraft come, <laughs> comes in here that looks like it came from a junkyard, and they turn it into an aircraft that looks like it rolled off an assembly line. I mean, we have a couple of before and air pictures, you know, spacer at the museum. But, I mean, we have a restoration hangar. It looks like, you know, an aviation shop floor. Then our docents are walking encyclopedias, and they love what they do. Many of them flew the aircraft that they're the visitors mm-hmm. about. A lot of veterans, um, a lot of pilots, and they love talking to people about them. So they are absolutely a big part of the experience of coming here. And if people want that experience, they should head up there. It's the New England Air Museum. It's pretty easy to get to. It's not hidden in Connecticut. It's on. It's in Windsor Locks behind the airport. You can check out more information at NEAM, N-E-A-M, for New England Air Museum. And joining me this morning again, Stephanie Abrams, the president and CEO of the New England Air Museum. Things are happening out there. You got simulators. You got pet adoption. You got cockpit days. There's education from young to old. There's... There's so many things going on. You can spend multiple days there. I suggest you spend multiple days there and take it in because this is history right here at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.